to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen, and just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. I'm not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi, and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's episode, I am sitting down with the two girls, Kristen and Amber, from the podcast Dirty Laundry Diaries. It is available everywhere that mine is, and they are two fantastic women who are best friends and talk about kids and marriage and relationships and all sorts of different things. So I think this will be a really fun episode. We're going to sit down and we're going to talk about if I had known then what I know now. So should be fun. Thanks guys again for joining me. Thanks for subscribing. And if you haven't done so, please get on there and do it. And if you're not following me on Instagram, Facebook, it's at Better Me Podcast. I would love for you to follow me there. You can also get a hold of me on Instagram. You can DM me. You can email me, bettermepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and if you go on and rate and review, give me the five stars. I truly appreciate that, guys. So I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, I will be joined by Kristen and Amber. All right. So I'm here with the girls from the Dirty Laundry Diaries podcast. Hi. <laughs> Kristen. Hi. Yep. And Amber. Yes. And, oh, and uh, we are here with the Better Me podcast and from my coworker, Jen. Yes. Well, I'm excited. This is the first, I was just saying, this is the first time I've ever, like, podcasted with another podcaster. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of exciting. And um, we're pretty much, like, in completely different points in our lives, like, as far as, like, our kids and our marriages and everything. So where are you guys at, like, year-wise in your marriages? This is year 10 for us. We were actually just talking about... Um, my, we're going to do a vow renewal for this year. Oh, that's yeah. fun. So that's in September. So. Oh, very yeah. cool. So, and your anniversary is in September? Yep. What day? The 18th. Oh, mine's the 15th. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's oh, awesome. interesting. That's super cool. <laughs> and where are you? Uh, we've only been married for three years, Mike and I, but we've been together for 14. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So my memories just showed up with like eight years ago, he proposed to me. So we were engaged for a long time. We kind of did everything backwards, but okay, <laughs> it worked, I guess. Yeah. Had your kids first or? Yep. Okay. Had our kids first, bought our house, graduated college, and then, you know, went to school, you know, got married. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, I've been with, I've been with John for 21 years and we've been married. It'll be 16. Okay. So, right? No. 15. It'll be 15 years that we've been married. <laughs> I forget. But we were together for a long time, too, yeah, like six before. years. So. Do you lose track of your anniversary like I lose track of my birthday? <laughs> I had to ask my kids, like, uh, yeah. how old am I? <laughs> I had to oh ask you how old you were to figure out how old I was going to be. Oh, that's funny. Because she's a year older than me. So. Yeah. Well, I can only remember 
how old Michaela is or how long I've been at Anton's because it's the same age as what Michaela is. Oh, okay. So, okay. and how old are your kids? My son Gage is, he'll be 13 in October and Hannah will be nine in September. And then Amelia is 11 and Wyatt is nine. Awesome. Well, Michaela is going to be 26 in July. Okay. And then I have two stepdaughters, believe it or not, who are almost 36 and um, almost 34. Okay. Right? Wait, 36 and, no, I'm sorry, 33. <laughs> it's hard to keep Yeah, it really is. Do you get your kids' ages wrong? Well, you, yeah. All the time. Yeah. All the time. I used to say something to Hannah, and I'd be like, yeah, you know, she's nine. And she's like, I'm not. I'm eight. I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, don't age yourself. Yeah, God. right. <laughs> I'm like, Mikhail, what are you now? Like, 14, 15? Because yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm 29 inside, anyway. Right. I'm going to be 29 until I'm 70. That's what I tell everyone. So true. <laughs> See, and I love my age right now. I love being 34, I think. But I like... <laughs> My eight, like the stage of my life, I guess. Yes. I wouldn't want to go back to that. No. I loved my 30s. I always say like the 30s were my favorite. Yeah. I feel like that's a common thing for women. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot of women say 30s are their, I don't know, their prime or their happiest time or whatever you want to say. Yeah. And how old are you? 33. 33. Okay. Oh, so you're like, hey, yeah. this is my stepdaughter. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, well, my husband was married when she, he was 18. Okay. So he had his first daughter when he was 18. Okay. And then he's older, a little older than me. So okay. he's seven years older than me. Okay. Um, so anyway. All right. So we were going to talk about, like, if I had known then what I know now. Yep. <laughs> Topic for the week. Yep. Yes. Well, I listened to your last podcast and I was, and you picked out like your fishbowl topic and Mm -hmm. I was like, could I go with that? But (laughs) I just didn't know. But you guys were talking about like, would you go back and change something? I was going to say that our question of the week kind of ties into into this topic. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, we would have had to pick a fishbowl topic either way because we'll need one for next week. So that's what we'll go with. There you go. So, um... Let's just start out. So my fur, my very first thing that came to my mind was use cocoa butter when you're pregnant. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. <laughs> I bought all the cocoa butter, but I never used it religiously. No. Really? No. And you still like you came out unscathed, or? Oh no, I have stretch marks all okay. over the place. <laughs> so I would have to agree with that. I think I probably would have used it more than just let it be a shelf, you know? Yeah. Ornament. I um. I mean, that is the one thing that I'm like, God, it, it that would have changed everything for me. It yeah. would have been a total game changer. Yeah. I mean, at least from what I hear from other people. Right. Did you use an amber? I did not use cocoa butter, but I used some sort of pregnancy lotion, mm. something, and I don't have any stretch marks. But See? neither does my mom. So oh. I thought maybe it was genetic. Genetic. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. More than, I mean, I'm sure the lotion helped, but. I could know. My mom has stretch marks. Your mom does too? Yeah, Yeah, so does mine. Yeah, so maybe that's true. I never heard of that though. 
But I also gained 80 pounds when okay. I was pregnant. So I gained so. 50, so I gained quite a bit. Mm. But we're all kind of tinier people, so I feel like that was... Yeah, but eighty. Kind of... I mean, I was a fucking house. <laughs> like I was gigantic. My mom at one point said to my friend, "I don't think she's ever gonna be the same." Oh. No, Aww. no joke. I was like, "Well, thank God." I'm. I was like twenty two, yeah. so I I had the time to bounce back. Right. Yeah. Right? Maybe maybe age has something to do with it too, because we were younger. I was eighteen, nineteen when I was pregnant with Gage. I was twenty. Well, I wonder if you're just. Like, not smart enough yet to know, oh, like... Sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, don't eat the bullshit, <laughs> yeah, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like I said, I bought it. I just didn't use it religiously, ever. Yeah. I think I was going to be, yeah, like one of you invincibles over there, and it didn't work. <laughs> well, I, I'm not invincible. I had a... Uh, I have the track marks to... Prove yeah, it. To prove it. <laughs> but that it's so funny that that was like the first thing that popped into my head, like how vain. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't have stretch marks. Um, but also like using um better skincare when I was younger. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like a skincare routine in general. I don't feel like I really was very strict with myself when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I guess I we never had the education. It was never a. Uh thing that you learned no I mean in health class and yeah my mom never used anything yep mine didn't either uberderm that was her like cure-all <laughs> everything with some luberderm and then you'll be fine that was her oh, that's funny. but yeah my mom didn't teach me like like cleanse moisturize like yeah there was yeah. nothing like that it was just kind of like whatever bar soap was in the shower yeah. yep but I think that our kids probably really benefit from the fact that we know now you know yeah so I was able to get Michaela on like a skincare routine right away and mm-hmm. yep. you know I think that really benefits her yeah that and like good like hair products yes yeah, so we kind of d- touched on that in a different episode of yep. skincare and yeah. Amelia and luckily that I have that knowledge so hopefully they won't have to go through what I went through mm-hmm. and also um my dad is bald and he's been bald <laughs> for since I could ever remember mm-hmm. so I'm hoping they say that bald pattern whatever comes from your mom's side so I'm yes. hoping that I can get Wyatt on a good hair care regimen so he doesn't have to go through that I think boys oh. are so different too than girls like I can tell you Gage is not going to want to stand in the bathroom and wash his face like a girl would yeah girl it's like nature for girls they take care right. of their hair and their nails and there's like boys just don't care I feel like I mean unless you're a pretty boy but <laughs> I, don't, I don't picture him going that way. I feel like if I would have had a son, he would have turned into a pretty boy. <laughs> like I, I would have made, made him. him. <laughs> like fingers crossed. I hope you know. <laughs> I hope you're a little metro. <laughs> um, another one that I had, and I mean, obviously, this is like so obvious, but don't give in to peer pressure. Yeah, that's a good one. Just uh, in every angle, like mm-hmm. when it comes to like over indulging in alcohol, yeah. like I, I mean, so many times in high school, I'm like blackout, like yeah, I how do, how did you even get home? Right, you know, right, yeah. and that's scary. Yeah, to think back to now, 100%. like all the horrible things that could have happened. Yep, 
Um, but also don't smoke. That was another one. That's one way. <laughs> yeah. Like to just not even have tried it. Oh my Not gosh. even know what I was missing out on or, you know, yes. I mean, I just let whoever I was hanging out with at the time. Yeah. Like the peer pressure, just let them be. And see, and I feel I'm not a person. I don't do anything that I don't want to do. And you're not <laughs> going to make me do it. And then I don't care what your opinion is, how much you're going to tease me or tell me or whatever. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm not doing it. So I don't. Peer pressure was never a. I don't know, an issue for me, I guess. You were a stronger person. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was a huge, oh my gosh, if you don't do this, you're not cool. Mm. But it was more being with people that were doing it and not mm. feeling cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't necessarily like anyone was picking on me for not doing stuff, but I felt completely out of my realm if I wasn't doing what they were doing. Yeah. Well, you know what's really cool, I think, about... Um, kids now it's like not cool to not be smart yeah whereas when I was younger and I don't want to date myself too much but um you know like the nerds were nerds like the smart kids were nerds right and now it's the smarter you are the better you are right and I think that's like a nice change of pace yes yeah I agree with that do your kids end up like studying a lot and like wanting more do you think than than you did or no do you... I think Amelia is more into school than Wyatt Wyatt is for sure 100% me if he doesn't want to do it he's not going to do it and okay he will <laughs> stick in the mud not move an inch he just won't yeah. I don't I'm a little nervous moving forward because he it's already a struggle to get him to go to school oh. in the morning that I'm nervous once he gets older how that's going to right. play into. Because he's smart as hell. Like, the kid is so smart. And I feel that's kind of why he struggles is because everything right now comes easy to him. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, he gets bored in school yeah. and he knows everything. Yeah. So why should I have to go to school? And But then he's also on that fine line of if he doesn't get it, he shuts down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's automatically, I'm stupid, I don't understand it. You know, so he, it's really right. hard with him. If you push him too much, he shuts down. And if you don't challenge him enough, then he gets bored. Oh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. And boredom, I think, is probably, like, the worst thing for kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's when they start to get into really bad yeah. shit. Decisions. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially now with COVID. I mean, they're not doing... Mm. things that they normally do moving around wise I mean I feel like last year or not last year the year before Hannah was constantly moving around in the classroom to try and keep her attention engaged in different things and now they're stuck Mm -hmm. sitting you know where they're at I guess okay and over COVID just um did you do anything different with your kids like you know, to engage them more or get them like no, physical activity. I, yeah. No, I had to really sit with Gage, my oldest, and really like force him to do the work because he was not interested in, mm-hmm. you know, his games are at home. So that's what he wanted to do was play his games. Right. Hannah was more, 
I, I've said this so many times to you that I feel like girls are more academic than boys in, just in life. Mm-hmm. And Hannah has no problem getting herself up, getting herself going. She wants to go to school. She wants to learn. She wants to do all the things. I have kind of the same problem with Gage. He just... Right now, I think he's focusing on being more social mm-hmm. than wanting to learn, which... Yeah, it's just... It's a struggle. I don't know. I remember being 12. It's, that That's what you wanted to do. You want to hang out with your friends. Right. Right. So, and he's not someone that will ever ask for help if he's struggling. So, okay. you know, we don't figure out he's struggling until we get a report card or mm-hmm. a test grade back or something like that. And then we have to kind of go from there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I had, uh, Michaela was always like, really motivated and imaginative. Like she would be in her bedroom for hours and hours just like writing a story. Yeah. Or, you know, and it yeah. was like, it just, she was so easy. Right. But um, that was the other thing that was on my list, too, of, like, I wish I had known then, is um, that your kids, when you think that, you know, they're little and this is such a struggle and it's so hard to get through, that um, when they're older, they're just as hard, but their problems are adult problems. Right. And they're much more intense. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like, now it's, you know, money struggle and work and, you know dating and you know I think those problems are so much more intense yeah and not to you know not to not give credence to the fact that you know young kids are tough too right but it it just changes a lot I think if you're a fixer I'm a fixer Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know I want to fix it I want to fix the problem adult problems mommies can't fix right you know we can try and we can help but there's problems I can fix now, and thinking about stuff like that in the future is, yeah, it's terrifying. What, yes. what am I going to do? Yeah, I'm I'm the same total fixer. Yep. Are you a fixer? No. I'm going no? push them out the nest and let them fly. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I pushed mine out the nest, and she went all the way to California. <laughs> yeah, that would make so me So fixing not... things in California is a little bit yeah. difficult. <laughs> when you get that phone call in the middle of the night, like, you know, this happened and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Yeah. yeah. And now I'm aware. Now you're worried. (laughs) Like, yeah, there's nothing I can do. Or like, this guy's a shithead. What are you doing with him? You know? Oh, I love him. Like, no. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's hard to help them see past. I even remember, you know, thinking back to high school or people that I was dating or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you have all these people that are like, no, he's a shithead, whatever. And you're just like, need to do your own thing. Yep. I wish I would have listened. Oh, totally. You know? I'm, well, and of course, that's another one that's on my list is like, don't settle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Th- this guy is not worth it. If he's that much work, he's right. not the one. Right. And, you know, luckily I didn't, I, I didn't go so far as to like marry any of those people. Right. Right. But, um... I probably hung in there a lot longer than I should have. Yeah. Thinking like, you know, he'll change or, you know, whatever. Or you were going to be the one to change. Or, or, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. And it's just not worth it. And that's something that I tell my daughter all the time is, you know, just don't settle. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. You're just hard enough with a person that you're head over heels with. Right. You know, right. So why would you get into a relationship or a marriage, God forbid, with somebody who's so much more right. work? Right. Well, it takes away from your time from yourself. I feel like I could have grown a lot 
during mm. that time instead of putting forth effort into something that was just not worth it mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yes. So totally. I read something once that um, helped me a lot. It was said something like, like if your kid comes to you with a problem, you should ask them, am I here to listen or am I here to fix? Mm. You know, and that helped me a lot, even like with other things other than kids, like my mom. Mm -hmm. That whole relationship with my mother, it was, I was there to take care of her and every problem that she came to me with, I felt that I had to do something about. And that carried over into friendships and um, my marriage and I was always going to bat for people that weren't going to do it for me. And I like got angry all of the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was so fired up. Resentful. Yes. Yeah. And after reading that, I was like, hmm, like maybe these people aren't coming to me to have me do something about it. They just need someone to talk to. They just need, right. And that's something too that even like in your marriage, that um, that was another thing on my list is read um, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus in the very beginning of your marriage together. Really? Because honestly, that book changed the way we communicate. And we just read it probably, I would say maybe three years ago. Um, not even, two years ago because I started this podcast and we were talking about the love languages and so it's the same author. Okay. So we decided to read that book together and honestly we we probably looked at each other with like wide eyes 20 times during the like this book because everything made so much more sense. Like, well that's why you communicate the way you do and that's why I do that, you know. Right. It's, like, I'm a pursuer and he's a withdrawer and I, I never knew any of that stuff before. Nobody gives you like a, you know, a workbook. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like this is how men communicate and we are so different. Do you guys have, do you, have you figured out like who's the pursuer and who's the withdrawer in your relationship? No, well, I haven't read the book and I haven't read the love languages book either. I did buy it, but I haven't read it yet. It's a game changer. Yeah. I've taken the test, and I think I made Jareth take that like thirty second quiz on, mm-hmm. but I totally forgot what we were. What it was. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I mean, to me, at well, and I, you're getting there, but it, like after twenty one years, it's like I can't believe that we didn't know this shit before. You right. know, interesting. And like I, I would pursue and pursue and pursue after every argument, and he would run away after every yeah. argument and you know I couldn't let it go right and now because of that book like one of the big things in there was um you know when they go away it's that they're like thinking it through like they need that time to to kind of go through the stages the and like and everything yeah, yeah and then they'll come back to you so that's me for sure you're the withdrawer yes wow <laughs> It's pretty unusual. A hundred percent. I'm somebody that also is very mindful of saying things when I'm, I don't like to say things when I'm mad because I, I don't want to be regretful. That's what he is too. Yeah. So yes. So I will walk away or emotionally shut down and process what's going on and want to come back to it at a different time. 
Okay. So and so does he pursue you? Yes. Okay. And um, so you guys, seriously, you have got to read the book. Yeah, it sounds interesting. <laughs> huh. interesting. And if you read it or listen to it on Audible right. together, you kind of look at each other and it's like a it's like a light bulb moment. Okay. It, it That's really so made a, interesting. a big difference for us. Yeah. Have you read it? No. Okay. I mean, I've heard of it. I've heard definitely. of it too. Mm-hmm. I've always heard people like make fun of it, but I've never, <laughs> you know, never. Well, I guess I never took it seriously. Right. No, I, I, okay, that's your homework. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I give homework now. I don't know. I don't know if Jareth will read it, but. Yeah, I don't know if I bought the love languages for Mike and I to read because we struggle a lot, not struggle a lot, but with our communication because I do shut down. So I wanted to get that so we could kind of, yeah, open our eyes to see who we each are as people and see Mm -hmm. if that helps or whatever, but I haven't started it yet, so. This, this seems interesting as well. Yeah. Same author, you said? It, it's okay. Gary Chapman. Okay. Um, but the Audible, we listen to the Audible because there's no way John's going to sit down and read a whole book without me. But, um, you know, you can kind of like throw it on when you're in the car together yeah, or whatever. Totally. So it's not, it doesn't feel like that much pressure. Totally. Like we're going to sit down and have therapy yeah, now. Right, you know? right. But right. it really is like therapy. Right. So. That's awesome. Uh, well, that's exciting that I gave you guys something that you had never experienced yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have heard of it, but it's always been in, yeah, like punchlines of jokes or something yep. like that. <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's so true. I mean, everybody communicates so differently. Yeah. And, I mean, we're two totally different personalities. Yeah. So, obviously, you're not going to understand each other right. all the time. Right. And do you know, um, like, are you, would you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert? I guess it depends. Introvert, for sure. Yeah. I think, for myself. I don't know if other people see me that way, but. I think I'm very introverted too. I think sometimes I am and then sometimes I'm not. I don't know. It's very hard. Do you agree with me? Yeah. Yeah. It just depends on my, I think my mood or I'm, I really don't know. I consider myself an extroverted introvert. <laughs> where, like, I can turn it on, you know, at work with clients and to a certain degree, but then I hit a wall. And yeah. then I'm like, I have to go home right now. Like, I'm done. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> it's so. probably a good term, I think, for me, maybe. Yeah. I can make nice and, yeah, hang out and be friendly with everyone. And then there's, yes, there's a time where I'm, I need to go. Mm-hmm. I need to be alone. I actually did a podcast on it, (laughs) on, like, being an extroverted introvert. Okay. (laughs) So I did a little research. I didn't come out of the gate with this just now. (laughs) That's awesome, though. I definitely feel like I have a day, well, I have to have a day during the week that I just sit at home and do nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I can't be the go-go-go person. Yeah. It, like, wears me out, tears me down. I get crabby. I get like yeah overwhelmed I think yeah Yeah. so if I have at least one day even if it's not a full day if I have to go grocery shopping or something during that day but I need to be able just to sit around and be lazy at my house Mm -hmm. well don't you think too that comes with like the job that you do I don't know because I've been that way personalities before I started doing hair oh really yeah okay how long have you been doing hair now this is my seventh year okay and do you work outside the home? Okay. No, I'm a medical coder, so I'm home 
all day long. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. How do you like that? I love it. Okay. I love being able to be home by myself and getting my work done. I don't know. I just, it works for me. Oh, that's awesome. Lots of other people tell me, I have a lot of people tell me they could never work from home. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not disciplined enough to do that. See, and I, I just get what I, you know, I just do what I need to do. But I'm also not home much aside from working. I mean, I'm always like at the gym, taking head of gymnastics. When football season's here, I'm doing football. We're at the camper. There's a lot of, and so maybe that's why I'm okay with it because it's kind of my downtime, downtime mm-hmm. almost. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But then you get to be there for your kids too, which is yes, great. Yes, it is super nice. Very of course, that's another one I have on my list is, um, you know, appreciating your kids. Yep. When they're little and being able to do the stuff that, you know, you can do with your kids, like their concerts and field trips. Yep. Because I think, you know, when you're a younger parent, you are starting your career Mm -hmm. at the same time that your kids are little. Yeah. And you have a tendency, or at least I did, because at the time I was a single mom, putting my career way before those things. And I wish that I hadn't. Because I'm, I, who knew that I was only going to have one and that that was the only chance I had, right? Yeah. you know? And I think maybe things are different, like, obviously, because you can yeah, be with your kids. Yeah, I'm able to do, like, field trips and concerts and all that stuff. This year will be a struggle for us because we have new activities going on and they will overlap and that will be challenging for me because I've always been somebody that's gone to everything, field trips, concerts, I mean, yeah, because I've been fortunate enough to, to be able to do that, but now I think I'll struggle this year with, I don't want either of them to feel like I'm choosing one over the other mm. or, you know. Mm-hmm. Can so. you and your husband kind of split up the we duties will. on that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we will, but I don't know. It still makes me feel bad. Sure. You know. Oh, I yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> I think I struggled the opposite way. Like, I feel like I lack ambition. Like, mm-hmm. I could be more ambitious. I could do more with my career. I could do better. <laughs> but I don't really want to. Like, I'm comfortable where I am. I'm comfortable clocking in at work and clocking out and going home and being with the kids and being lazy on the couch and, you know, yeah. going to the camper. And that was actually one of my things is, like, I don't – I'm not one of those moms that want to run around with extra correct curricular activities and you know some moms believe that you have to keep your kids active you have to keep them you know going all the time Mm. and I don't want to do that and I don't know if it's for selfish reasons or because I don't want to do that to my kids or you know I don't Mm -hmm. know yeah well I think there's you know there's a happy medium that you know they should be passionate about things outside of school but on the other hand it shouldn't take up and eat up their entire existence either. Michaela was into Irish dancing, and it was, you know, it was a lot. And then swimming, and, you know, she she tried everything. Right. But she was also our only kid. And because we weren't together, it was like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's do this, and let's do that, and, you know, let's throw more stuff at her. (laughs) But um, it, it made her very busy. And in turn, I probably didn't spend enough time, you know, just the two of us or, you know, more quality time. I missed a lot of, like, concerts and field trips and 
stuff like that too but do you go to those oh yeah. yeah that's one thing I think our boss is um more career driven I would say I mean she's totally successful and it has very much worked for her but I think she struggles with the other side of seeing you know I mean we work in a predominantly female industry yes that when somebody comes to her and says like this is more important to me than that what's important to her she she had a hard time seeing seeing my side side of it yeah Mm -hmm. and we've had a few heated discussions yeah I had I had the same discussion with her (laughs) so you know I, I think from when I first started I feel like she's done a very good job of coming to the other side seeing Mm -hmm. the other side of things because she's very amazing at being um accommodating for me at least Mm -hmm. yeah that has changed a lot in recent years than it was way back when yeah but I mean (laughs) but like I said she's very career driven so right which is fine for her but different personalities not Mm -hmm. so for me I'm not yeah you know yeah um well, I also, there was another one in there that I was saying that you should always put your marriage first. You know, your kids end up leaving, you know, whether it's college or yeah. military or wherever they end up going. And you're sitting there staring at your spouse like, oh, it's just the two of us. You don't know each other anymore. Yeah, right? I've heard of that before. Lots it, of times. And it can go, I, I've seen it go, you know extreme one way and extreme another way where um at least for me in my experience um it actually has been really great okay that you know we've had way better conversation and more like in-depth you know in-depth conversation than we ever really did you know when we had our kids around yeah so I think um you have to really, you always have to put them first, you know, as opposed to your kids because they're the ones who are, who are there at the end of the day, you yeah, know, at the yeah. end of your life or it, all the way in the middle. So that was a big one for me. Do you feel like you do that now or do you set aside like date nights? We do. It's, it's hard. We, I feel like our date nights are spontaneous. We will try, you know, we'll try and set something up and if it doesn't work or whatever. And then one night, you know, Amber will be like, oh, do the kids want to sleep over? And then that's when we'll take our time or mm-hmm. vice versa. I feel like I've done that for you guys or even Mike's mom will sometimes take the kids out to dinner and then we'll go do something ourselves. But I don't feel like we plan nearly enough mm-hmm. date nights or alone time. It's so important. Yeah. Do you? I don't feel like you guys go out that often. No, we really don't go out as often as I would like but I also the mom guilt kicks in and yeah you know they're only young for so long mm-hmm. so I feel guilty essentially pawning them off on somebody else to go take me time you know right. I don't know yeah it's that's so something important, I struggle though. with I guess yeah you can let go of that. <laughs> well, I Don't feel, feel like guilty. Especially if they're at their friend's house. I feel less guilty yeah. if my kids are with your kids or with friends. You know, they're because they're having fun. They don't care if I'm there anyways. Yeah. Right. So that makes me feel less guilty if they're 
out having fun doing something than yeah just pawning them off on somebody where they're not doing anything at all yeah Mm -hmm. I feel that then because then I also feel like oh well yeah we could all be together or I don't know yeah well it's I mean the struggle is real it's kind of a mom thing don't you think yeah for sure But, you know, that guy is looking at you after you drop your kids off at college and you're like, okay, <laughs> like, it's kind of, um, it's kind of a rebirth, like, of your marriage. Yeah. I I can feel that. Like, yeah, now you have the kids there as kind of like a buffer. A buffer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't get along, that buffer is gone and it, like, <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Um... Oh, another one that I had was, I don't, do you guys have siblings? I have one brother. Okay. And do you talk or? We actually just started talking again. We um, Mm -hmm. stopped talking for almost six years. Wow. Um, Some family issues and he decided to side with his girlfriend at the time and I had had enough of it and you know it had a lot to do with my mom and her I think that was like the best thing that you did for yourself aside from him being gone 100% agree that during that time is when I truly grew as a person I I would go with that and it sucks that you know I had to lose him in the process that he was kind of collateral damage but you know he made the decision that he thought was best for him and I made the decision that I thought was best for me and you know it worked out in the end he well for me it worked yeah out. <laughs> so do you think that your relationship with him is better now than it was then I do think so um I don't necessarily know that I would say we were were still as close as we were okay back then yeah um but I definitely like take a step back now and you know for years I was treating him I was pushed kind of into that motherly role for him so and I again was that fixer so every time he had a problem I had to step in Mm -hmm. which I feel like kind of messed with our relationship because he was never able to do that for himself and make those decisions for himself like I always felt that I could fix his problems, and if he, you know, didn't jump to my side of the story or whatever, that he was going against me. Mm. You know, what I, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He, but he had to figure that out for himself, and I had to disconnect with him in that that way. And now I feel like I can be there for him as a sister rather than that motherly role, and I feel like that's a better role for me to be in to be in his life okay yeah yes you know well I mean I think that should be at the top of the list too is just you know getting out of toxic relationships and letting go of toxic people yeah I think I totally if I knew now what I knew or then or whatever I would totally have cut ties with her sooner Mm-hmm. Which kind of sounds harsh because she is my mother, but that was toxic. Yeah, she got to do what she got to yeah, do. That was that it's was real wife. toxic, and I'm not saying she's a bad person or anything, but 
I just couldn't be in that role any, that she was putting me in any, anymore for myself. Right. Well, and just because people are related to you doesn't mean yes. that, they're, that they're good. I read a book that, um, it's called The Weight of Blood. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the premise of it is like, you know, your family kind of makes you feel obligated to them. Right. Which I 100% did. Like, that's my mom. I went to bat for her whether she was right or wrong. I never saw her as anything other than that's my mom. I have to fight for her. Mm-hmm. Even in if she was wrong, you know, and then I just couldn't do it anymore. No. And do you have siblings? Um, I do. I don't really talk to either of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So I haven't talked to my sister in probably 10 years. Wow. Um, and I don't... Uh, my brother and I don't really have issues. He just isn't close. Okay. Well, we were never really close growing up. Mm-hmm. So it's almost awkward mm. when he's around to be close. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's just it's like, like a act. weird vibe. Yeah. He's fine. He's, you know, I don't know. We just were never close growing up. So it's, like I said, it's just kind of awkward. But no, yeah, my sister and I had a falling out so long ago. Mm. And I, I think both of us are just too stubborn to try and fix it. Okay. Huh. So, um, the fact that I was going to say that your siblings will always be your best friends, that doesn't work here. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, mean, I yeah, yeah, maybe for I, you. I truly feel that, yeah, he, he is one of the closest people to me, but, and I, you know, we just started talking pretty recently. I think we're going on two years now yeah, of being so. kind of reconnected. So, okay. I, you know, I feel like we're going to grow We're you know, we definitely have that potential and, and I, you know, love him with all of my heart. So, right. I don't know. I, yeah, I think we're going to get there again, but we had to go through that, I think, to kind of go into the next stage of our relationship. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, like I said before, it, that's true if they're good people, but if they're toxic, I think cutting them out is, you know, probably the healthiest thing you can do for yourself. And that's true for any family member. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That weight of blood will kill you. Yeah. (laughs) It is true though. I mean, I grew up with, um, uh, kind of a shortened version, but a father who would always say, um, blood is thicker than water. And, um, he, it turns out he wasn't even my dad actually, (laughs) and I didn't find that out till I was 16 but like just him saying that the whole time I was a child and eventually finding out that he wasn't even my father was um you feel like he treated you differently oh yes oh yes he was a big big asshole and I haven't talked to him now for probably about 20 years so and he lives like five miles away from me <laughs> and uh if I see him in a grocery store I avoid him yeah at all yeah. costs and he same for me so and neither of my siblings talk to him either and they're actually his kids oh oh wow but um just one of those things he's a very toxic person so I think, you know, my mom actually brought up not that long ago, like, do you think that, like, they should try to have a relationship with him again? And I said, absolutely not. Like, yeah. the, he's completely unhealthy. It, right. what, what good would that do? Right. Just because he's 
their father. Right. That, that's a sperm. Yeah. Right. It's not... She's going off that obligation. Thing. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's silly, so... But uh, good luck to you and your brother. Yeah. I, I hope it, you yeah. know... He's having a baby. He's yeah. There. Oh. We actually did the Oh, is that... Oh, yeah, okay. having a boy. Oh. So, awesome. Um, so I was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you thought it was a girl. I thought it was a girl. Yeah. Oh. I thought it was a boy from the day... Oh, yeah. They told me. Oh, really? Yep. I was like, it's a boy. I can yep. feel it in my bones. Aww. Yeah, he was like, we're pregnant. And Chris was like, it's a boy. Like, <laughs> it was so funny. She's a witch. Yep. Maybe. She knows what <laughs> Oh, that's very cool. Uh, just, um, do you guys think you'll have any more kids? No, not if no. I can help it. <laughs> I don't know. I go back and forth a lot. Okay, so I recently read something because you are very wishy-washy yes, with the baby thing, right? Yep. And I read something that says, it said, um, oh, how did it go? That you will, if you're wishy-washy, like you don't know, you should have one because that's going to tell you yes or like, okay, I'm done. So if you think okay. that you want more, you should absolutely have another one because you will never regret having a baby. Well, and I've always said that. But then you will know. Yeah. So I've always said my thing, yeah. my biggest thing has always been, I don't really want another baby right now, but I also don't want to get older and regret not having more kids. Yes. And I feel like if I feel that way, I should have more yes. kids. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. You know, agree. but then I feel like ugh, Gage is going to be, you know, so that's such a big age difference. It is, but if you 13, have another one. 13 years. If you have another one and then you're not done and you have another one, then you have like two sets, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah. I would want two more. I never wanted an odd number of kids. I don't know why. I just, okay. <laughs> I'm just so weird about <laughs> it, but I do agree with that. I think. I've thought about it a lot. I feel like if I'm already thinking I'm going to regret it when I'm older, that I should probably just yeah. you will just do it. it. Yeah, yeah, you will regret it. Um, well, and maybe you'll have twins. <laughs> oh no, I don't want twins. No, no, no. That would knock it out real easy. Oh yeah, but having one first would really suck. I feel like if you had a set of twins, but they were your first. You would not know any different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but are only having one each time and then going from that and having two, I think I would be panicked. Oh my gosh. Well, at least you'd, you know, you'd have the two right off the bat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want twins. If you're already going through the diaper stage, you might as well just double that's, it up. That's true. I would do it back to back if that's I did it. That's what Linda, Linda has a bunch of kids at work. She said, you just got to... Bang yeah. them out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do this time around. I regret doing not doing that the first time around. Yeah. Yeah. Not having them closer in age. Okay. Yeah, Amelia and Wyatt were pretty close, and it was hell when they were little, but now I'm glad that yeah. they're close. Yeah. My brother is 10 years younger than me. Oh, really? And we're super close. Okay. So, if that's what Well, and that's something that I want. My kids will never have cousins. Mm-hmm. So, that's something that I want you know, their kids or my grandkids. I want them to be able to have cousins. I grew up with 10 or 11 cousins. We played all the time. It was awesome. Me too. So it's sad for me to see them at holidays. You know, they're the only kids there. Mm. It just sucks. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I I want for their kids, I want different, I guess, is also push, always pushes me over the edge. Yes. No, I totally agree. You should have more. 
Get out. This is the first time we're meeting, but I think you should have more kids. Perfect. (laughs) I'm going to run with that. (laughs) Right? As long as John says so. Right. Um, So my last one was buckle up. Perimenopause is a bitch. Okay. (laughs) Start therapy now. (laughs) Get ready. It's coming. Get your spouse ready. Because it's... Like a fucking roller coaster. Oh my god, it's tough. I was actually so we've talked about that at work a mm-hmm. few times, and um, I was kind of thinking about it on the way over here, and I was wondering if you were going to bring that up, and I was like, I, I'm ready. Like, I just want to get it done and over with. I'm done with kids. I just, I'm oh, ready. you're cute. Let's just do it. <laughs> you're cute, Amber. Um, yeah, it's not like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. It's not just a, a switch that flips on and off, unfortunately. <laughs> if it was, I'd be super excited about that. Yeah. But it's, well, and it sneaks up on you and you're kind of like, when did I become like, uh, when did I start crying for no reason? Yeah. And like, when did this start happening? And like, why, why can't he chew his food right? And like, <laughs> why is that bothering me? And then all of a sudden it's like, click. Oh yeah, okay. So your hormones are changing, and now you're a lunatic. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I you should give a written warning to my husband then, because being a redhead, I'm already kind of like up and down with the rage and the hormones, like once a month. So buckle up, baby. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like you think your hormones were crazy when you were a teenager? It's I mean pales in comparison. Yeah. I mean, the the mood swings once a month already. Like, I feel like I'm a raging lunatic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Well, then add in there bit. just, like, um, everything else. Like, aside from being uh, angry or, you know, short-fused or whatever, add in um, sad and crying for no reason. And um, that will be a struggle for me. I am not a crier. Oh my god yeah, well and who emotional. knows i'm not emotional really at all it, does do you know did your mom go through something? she had a hysterectomy okay so i don't know like what she went through po- you know after surgery or anything like that i have no idea okay she's never I, really talked about it so my mom never cried until she was going through menopause and okay. then all of a sudden it was like she would cry all the time and I'd be like yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> that's you know? probably what happened at my house <laughs> and everyone looks at you like well where, yeah. who are you yeah mm-hmm. that may happen well one thing I was saying to Amber was I never had issues with like jealousy okay um I've always completely 100% trusted my husband like he's yeah. never given me a reason not to trust him yeah and Suddenly, I'm like, who are you talking to? Who are you texting? Like, uh, he's like, uh, you know, Rob? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, he sounds hideous. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, it probably comes, too, with just aging. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not what I used to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's hard to take. Right. But, um, Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I got. Yeah. I feel like working in a salon too, well, for me anyways, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You you get all the goodies, but it also makes you kind of vain. Hyper. Yes. Yes. 
I agree. Well, and when the new kids tell you that they um, just graduated from high school and it's like, I my kids are older than you. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I could be your mother. That's hard. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. I What other industry do you stare at yourself in a mirror for eight hours a day? Right. And pick yourself apart. Yep. Oh, that's definitely what I would yeah. do. Yeah. I do it just when I'm sitting in the chair for a couple hours getting my <laughs> right? hair done. Right? You're yeah. like, I looked good when I left the house. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck are these, these lights, lights made are so of? Bright. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And so, all of the girls we work with are drop dead gorgeous. Yes. So you're like, oh, why can't my hair look like that? Or why can't I get my eyebrows to look like that? Or mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always like some kind of tweaking that you yep. can do. Or there's some new magic potion that yep. you're like, I better buy that. <laughs> yeah, I better get that injected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's what I got. Okay. When you gave me this topic, um, I started asking people, like, if you knew now what you or why do I keep getting that wrong? If you I knew, keep, then, I, get, I keep getting it wrong. You what know. you know now? <laughs> yeah. Well. Like, what would you do? And almost everyone I asked, it had to do with education or money. Mm, okay. So. Bettering their education? Bettering their education. Okay. Like my mm. husband said, I would have applied myself more in high school. Yeah. Like, he is so freaking smart. and. I wish I would have become, like, an electrician or yeah. a plumber. Like, something in the trades that I knew I could make just a shit ton of money you know? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know that I would have went to college. No. I don't think I regret not going. Mm-mm. Because. I do. You do? I don't know. I think it's that ambitious ambition thing I lack. Okay. I don't really let, I don't, I regret not going more for a social aspect than an academic oh, one. Oh, okay. Mm. I feel like I could have grown as a person so much more if I would have left the nest and had to be in a dorm and you know, just experience all those things that college kids experience, mm-hmm. and I didn't do that. Yeah, I guess in that aspect, I do kind of wish I would have experienced those things. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know that I want the whole college education. I think it's, like, thinking about it gives me anxiety. Like, having more... <laughs> responsibility and pressure okay. from a job just makes me yeah want to curl up in a ball and cry <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that yeah I agree I I never really I mean I always wanted to do hair but um I know ne- I didn't ever want to go to like a four-year college yeah so I don't agree that's <laughs> what I'm getting to <laughs> And just people, what did what did they say about money? I th- just that they wish they had more of it, or would have saved more, or would have spent less, or mm. would have focused more on my credit. Yeah, mm. or being knowledgeable about credit instead of just turning eighteen and getting all the credit cards and just yes. you know, I mean, it's just <laughs> like it's what I did. I didn't know any better, and then it takes forever to build that back up. And I wish I would have just been smarter about it. Mm-hmm. more mindful yeah me too I think that's like I, that's probably a lot of people's experiences yeah. being yeah. 18 and being like oh you can have this credit card right. for 25% right. interest 
Yeah, twenty-five. You can, <laughs> you can buy all the things and not have to pay us back right, right. away. Like, yeah. yes, swipe, swipe, yes. swipe. <laughs> do you want our store card? Yes, yes. I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I would have definitely been more mindful of that. And I try. I want our kids to know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like I'm still learning, though. You know, what? I do want them to have more education, more knowledge on it than I did, but. Yeah. Shit, I'm still learning right. about yeah. credit and how to build it. And how well, that should be a class in school. Totally. Yeah, yeah we've had this conversation before. many times. I, everyday life experiences, like how do you run a dishwasher? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean... It, well, my I, kids know how to do that. Well, that's great, but, you know, that's not the norm, norm. anymore. Yeah, no. Like, when the new girls start at work, they they have no fucking idea. They're they don't even green. know how to start yeah. the washing machine. Yeah. I'm like, what is wrong with your parents yeah. that they don't <laughs> teach you this? <laughs> you know? I Just everyday stuff. Or, like, how to cook. See, and how I, to pay bills, yeah. I think, is huge. If something happened to my mom's husband, I don't know that she would be able to figure out how to pay her bills. Oh, Wow. That's I think scary. some yeah. moms have the mentality of they're kids, let them be kids, da da da. But and I agree with that. I think they 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 are kids and they should you know not have a whole lot of responsibility. But they will also be adults one day, mm-hmm. and they need to know how to do things. Yeah, yeah. be a, a member of society. Yeah, like you for can't sure. just throw that like not teach them anything and then throw them out to the world and expect right. them to succeed to thrive yeah right well even the simplest things like don't send your kids to school in their pajamas you know like have them get dressed in the morning and look like human beings that you know because eventually you're gonna have to go to work and be dressed and ready to go it's all part of you know getting yourself ready for the future and you know yeah a, a job yeah successful member of society yeah. mm-hmm. essentially so um, I think one of mine is that if I would have known then how amazing my husband would be now Aww. I think I would have married him sooner <gasps> wow oh, that's cute <laughs> oh that is cute I mean don't get me wrong it took him a while to get here I mean we got we <laughs> Had kids very young, got married pretty young, and, you know, we've grown as people from both experiences, but he's phenomenal. I don't know what Aww. I'd do without him. Oh, that's so sweet. Mine is too. Yeah. And probably if he would have known how amazing I am, he would have <laughs> Right. <laughs> it took him a while. Yep, I think, I think Jared would say that too. Oh, that's amazing. I'm pretty pretty amazing <laughs> you better see that that's awesome also i would have started the podcast sooner oh yeah, yeah. i had brought it up to you a while ago before we actually You've started been it bugging me for years to yeah. do something like yep. this and i think because our conversations are yeah we always go into just we're all over the place but i feel like we talk about everything yeah i feel like just in these last few weeks our friendship has grown yeah and totally you know it's every topic makes me kind of research into that topic Mm -hmm. so it's opened my mind to different things and different views and yeah 
Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, yeah. different experiences. It's awesome. I've definitely I, yeah, I look forward to Mondays every yeah. week so that we can just have an old... Because we just hang. It's not really work. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, You're yeah, just, it's like, fun. hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, too. Yep. That's all I got. That's all you got. Awesome. I think I would have embraced my weirdness. When I was younger, I was very concerned with what other people thought of me and how I acted. Yes. And now I feel pretty comfortable in my own skin and I feel like that has made me a different person from when I was younger. I think mm-hmm. that's why I like my 30s so much is because I'm yeah. comfortable with who I am. I'm comfortable with you know, yeah. things around me and it's definitely that is something I wish I would have had more of is like confidence in school. Right. You know so I would have gone out for the softball team like I wanted to. I would have yeah, did more years of cheerleading and right. I think I'm I just I tried more things. I I don't know if I would have tried more too, but I think I I'm just a weird person. <laughs> I just am. I'm like a goofball. I don't I really am. And I feel like I tried to cover that up so much growing up. Mm-hmm. And now I feel it's like lighter or something. You know, I'm just yeah. okay with it. If you think right. I'm we- if you think I'm weird, well fuck you then. I don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. And love me or leave me. Yeah, right. Love. I agree. Mm-hmm. That was probably my main one. My others were Mostly money, yeah, credit, or or dealing with credit. Not really education, I guess. But mm-hmm. awesome. Well, this was really fun. Yeah, yeah, this was a great time. Together. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, people will be like, "Oh yeah, I'll use cocoa butter when I'm pregnant." Yes. <laughs> and research how to change their credit score when they're young. Right. That would be ideal. Yeah, hopefully we could just help one youngster out. Yeah. We touch one life. <laughs> right, right. We did our job. Well, I know that you both are going to get Mars and Venus. Yes. <laughs> so that makes me that happy. Out. And you'll have to report back. Yes. Going, we yeah, should do we should do this again and have like a whole podcast on men are from Mars, women are from <laughs> Venus. Okay. Yeah, that would we be fun. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks yeah, for having thank us. You. Well, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate so, it. So, Jen, when are your new episodes out? Um, mine come out usually on Sundays. On Sundays, okay. Yeah, but today I'm a day late, so <laughs> it'll come out today okay. <laughs> on Monday. And we have new episodes every Friday. Right. Yeah, and you can find yours everywhere. Spotify, the Purple Podcast app, Apple, Um, yep, Yep, Apple, Apple. yeah, Spotify, Anchor, Anchor, yep. Mm -hmm. There's a few random ones in there that those Android people need. Stitcher, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. mine too. Yep. So, and my again, my podcast is Better Me, and yours is Dirty Laundry Diaries. Correct. Yep. Awesome. Well, cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.